their longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> 95-7, the game. Oh, man. I mean, that's that's the narrative busting that I think we need to do on this show. Uh, then again, maybe we won't. I don't actually know what you're going to say. If we did this from the bottom down, and I know that I guess maybe that's saying it incorrectly, bottom down, but bottom up? Yeah, bottom up. If we started at 14 and headed toward one with all the quarterbacks, current context all gets thrown in. How far would you get until you say the name Brock Purdy? And and what I'm betting, Dibs, I'm betting, and we can absolutely welcome everybody in at 888-957-9570 if you want to weigh in on that. Uh, it works on all of our chat platforms as well. YouTube, Twitch, good morning to you in the Xfinity Mobile text line as well. We got a busy, busy football uh, Thursday for you, Mike Holmgren, Mike Silver, Robert Turbin, all on the show. We got LeBron. Uh, I don't know if rumors is too strong of a word, but uh, some interesting things getting thrown out by an NBA exec that could bring LeBron James to the Warriors. And Carlos Correa was actually introduced and had a press conference. So plenty going on. But my bet, Dibs, I don't even know your answer. I bet we get a lot of different answers about where Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts, for that matter, factoring in the injuries, sit on this list. Yeah, and I think that it's easy to look at the top and say, in whatever order you want, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, and even if you want to throw in Tom Brady, based on you know what he's done in terms of his overall resume, and then I think... You know, even if you want to take Tom out, you go to Allen, Burrow, Mahomes, and then it gets interesting in terms of the way you laid it out, which is matchup, scenario, laminated play sheet, offense around them, and all the rest of it. And for me, when you add in those other factors, it makes it easy to move Brock Purdy way up, up, up the list. They've got home games. They've got the best offensive play caller in football. He's got the most talent around him, and you've got a relatively weak Seattle team coming in. All those things, I think, help Brock Purdy. Now, if we just look at quarterback in a vacuum and we don't include those other things, well, then Brock Purdy goes might down. be down in the 9 goes, or 10 range. Yeah, he goes, I, I agree with you, but it's funny that we do that because what the hell is that worth? That's not life. Quarterbacks don't play in a vacuum. Right. Mark. They don't they don't they don't play in like it's not this is not an NFL draft where we're gonna go and we're gonna show like a silhouette of the player spinning around in a cool fox graphic, and then we're gonna show all of his highlights from college and then sort of project what is life is gonna look like in an NFL uniform. No. No, these Brock Purdy gets to play this weekend with his 49er teammates. He doesn't need to go play for anybody else. So we could play this game, well, if he was on that team and if Mahomes was on, the, but right. they're not. Exactly. And so it's totally irrelevant. And by the way, we have no idea what it would look like. The example I always use being Kurt Warner, like, yeah, quarterbacks look different in different uniforms with different coaches and different teams. Warner, Hall of Famer with the Rams, Hall of Fame talent with the Cardinals, total junk in between with the New York Giants. Why? I don't know. 
But there, there's, there's the context of this whole picture, and each of these quarterbacks, this is going to sound super smart now, each of these quarterbacks gets to play with their team. I'm going to write this that month. down. Please, Mark, yeah. write it down. That's a prediction I'm going to make, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. And if they outscore the other team, that quarterback will get to play another game with that it's same team, if I'm rule. not mistaken, yeah, no, no, as long as they rule. don't get injured in that game. And, I mean, you look at situations across the NFL right now, and you've got... The Dolphins with a backup, not even a backup, a third stringer. And you've got Baltimore with a backup, not even a backup, third but stringer. a third stringer. Kind of like the <clears throat> 49ers. Anyway, yes, but go ahead. But he's no longer the backup. You're he's right. no longer the third stringer. He's QB1 today, and he probably is QB1 in April and in July. And in September? Maybe. He's, maybe probably. Right yeah, now. I, I mean, think probably. If you were to look at odds on who starts week one in 2023 for the 49ers. Brock Purdy's your favorite. Brock Purdy is your favorite. Yeah. Trey Lance would be the second choice. And <clears throat> Jimmy Garoppolo. He would be on the board. Don't forget the field. Well, he'd there's be still ahead of the field. Going, you know, Aaron Rodgers, if we... Tom Brady. Right. He's gonna, <laughs> no, but I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo would be ahead of the field because yes. I wish I knew how to quit you. Good Lord. Shout out Brokeback Mountain. They don't well, know how to quit him. Do we know for sure that Brock Purdy's not going to get injured in two weeks and Jimmy's going to come in and win we the Super Bowl? We don't even know if we're going to make it to Saturday, right. quite frankly, Mark. I think we'll make it to Saturday. I don't know if we're going to make it to Sunday. We'll see more rain coming right. ahead tomorrow. I don't know if we're going to make it Saturday night. The whole state may wash away before Saturday, but as we look from the bottom up... You look at Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones versus Brock Purdy. Well, Brock Purdy, in the short time he's been the starter, he's been better. Way better. Than, I wouldn't say way better because Daniel Jones way runs better. the ball, and he does what he yes. does for their offense is it's successful. They're a playoff team for <laughs> the first on. time in years. Don't look at the numbers, No, Mark. I do. I want to look at the numbers. It's not like, about the numbers when it, it comes about, to Danny Dimes. No, no, no. It is, it is about the numbers when it comes to, all right, you ran your offense for a whole year. How many points did you score? They won 9 out of 18. Uh, the they New only York lost Giants, 7 games. The New York Giants scored 365 points. The 49ers scored 450. And actually, I would suggest if Brock Purdy, based on what we've seen the last 6 weeks, if he was playing the whole year, he probably would have scored closer to 500. Well, Kyle would have got him hurt. So, I mean, you can't. Of course. Because that's what... QB power. Kyle got two amazing. quarterbacks hurt is what happened. I mean, Shanahan uh, got two of his guys hurt. But when you just look at the quarterback... And you take out Seattle, the Giants, the Dolphins, and the Ravens just straight straight away. Mm. Now you've got four quarterbacks off the board. And then if you just look at the quarterback, you can look at Trevor Lawrence and Brock Purdy. Well, Brock Purdy in his short sample size has been probably better than Trevor Lawrence. He's been better than Dak. He's been better than Justin Herbert. He's been better than Tom Brady in this small sample size. So if you just look at the quarterback, all of a sudden Brock Purdy is percolating, percolating up the list. Percolation sensation? That's a buck. Well, I listen, actually, uh, it all depends on what matters to you. If you go Wins. by If you go by quarterback rating, he's better than all of them. I know you don't like to do that. Neither no. do I. That 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 is a contextual piece. It's not the contextual piece. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to deal with that. There's a light that's flickering in here. Yeah, um, it just looks like you're under a strobe. No, it's triggering my uh, my seizure <laughs> response. So <laughs> just dance. Yeah. Anyway, so before we do this, and we'll do it in about ten minutes. Okay. We'll go from 14 to 1. We're not having a fantasy draft that has already taken place here on 95.7 The Game. Thanks, Padone. It's much more of a power ranking. Now, <laughs> listen, any excuse to get that on Stop the air, the you steal. do it. I did want to know why, like, there's like three, 
three picks to go, and Justin Herbert was still on the board. I'm like, what's happening right now to Justin Herbert? Morning Roast does not like does Justin not Herbert. like Justin Herbert. Sounded like some fantasy football PTSD from the year. I get it. I had him too. It's all good. This is much more of a contextual power ranking. Okay, this is not a career power ranking. Tom Brady would be number one. This is contextual power ranking in the moment, current. These playoffs, does your team have to go on the road the whole time? Okay, do you have good teammates around you? Do you have a crappy coach? I guess nobody's got a crappy coach. They all made the playoffs. But are you hurt? Are you in full health right now? Okay, so that affects at least Jalen Hurts, if not others. And yes, the Dolphins and the Ravens, with all of the mystery going on with their quarterback situation, take all of that into account and we'll do the contextual quarterback power rankings from 14 to 1. Coming up here in about 10 minutes. For example. The contextual quarterback power rankings. The CQBPR. That's right. Exclusively that's right. here on Willard and Dibs. I mean, the more letters you can get into your analytics, the better. I love consonants. Right? I think vowels are overrated. It's kind of like the BABIP of, of football, if yeah, you will. Yeah, um, So I, I wonder how many people heard this. This is just a weekly coach meeting across the country in Philadelphia. But do you know that Nick Sirianni said this with regard to the idea of playing through pain in these playoffs? That The second part of that, Tim, I'm not sure I can answer that question. Um, you know, we're fortunate that we have two weeks to till the next time we play, you know, as of uh, two days or, you know, depending on if it's Saturday or Sunday. So we're fortunate there. And so, again, like he's going to be a little bit more healthy than when than when he than when he was, uh, you know, obviously the other day. Okay, the big nugget, he's going to be healthier in two weeks than he is today. Great. However, what about this? How did he feel after playing week 18? You know, Tim, he, he came out of that uh, of that game so, uh, sore because, you know, it, it's it's still healing. Right. And. Like we didn't feel like we were putting him at any more risk of of getting more injured, but we knew it was going to hurt him, like hell, and he knew it was going to hurt him, like hell. But that's the kind of uh, player he is. That's the kind of teammate he is. He fought through it because um, because it, it was important for him to be out there, and he knew it was how important it was to him and his teammates for him to be out there. Eagles won the one seed. Jalen Hurts was not recovered. No, the Eagles wanted the one seed, and so they battled through it. And and I listened to Nick Sirianni talk. Boy, it sounds a lot like what the 49ers were saying about Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs last year. Sounds a lot like that. Play, it, yeah. yeah. And and it it could that affect them? And and especially now you're talking about the quarterback who runs the most exactly. in the entire NFL. Are they gonna play that way if he's hurt and they want to limit his hits? Well, luckily it's his know. shoulder, it's not his legs. So but, but you get the shoulder hit. No, I get it. Mark. And you yeah, get the shoulder no hit. But at least it's not his legs to where right. you know you're gonna be limited in terms of what he does best, which is run the football. And also it was a calculated risk knowing that you play Jalen Hurts and he wasn't totally healthy enough to play, but you win that game and you buy him a week. Or you don't play Jalen Hurts, you let him get healthier for a week, and maybe you lose the game, you're third in a row, the Niners win, you don't get the one seed, and now Jalen Hurts has to play this weekend. So I'm sure the, the calculus was a very delicate thing in terms of, what can you do? Can you play with Jalen and win and give him a week? Or do you not play with Jalen? You give him a week, but then you have to go out and play 
in a week one matchup against Seattle at home. And you know what? That game, I have to freely admit, like I was following the score, obviously, because the 49ers potentially had a shot yeah. at the one seed. But uh, because the Niners were playing the Cardinals, I wasn't watching much of what went on in that game. Um, Jalen Hurts, 20 of 35 for 229 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. That's an average of 6.5 yards per attempt. Let me go ahead and tell you something. That's not great. That's not great. Like, that is much less dynamic than the norm for a guy who was an MVP candidate four weeks ago. Now, that's just one game, right? And it's a division battle, and there's the weather, and in the end, and and all of that. But but can we say that Jalen Hurts, who, by the way, also carried the ball nine times in that game for 13 yards. Yeah. Can we say that Jalen Hurts did not look like himself? I think that's fair. Definitely. Against a Giants team, by the way, that was largely disinterested in playing that football game. Didn't play their players. No. I mean, Davis Webb played, but uh, you didn't have Daniel Jones play. And you didn't have Saquon Barkley play. No, Gary Brightwell, though, played, Mark. And uh, anytime you got to go up against a Gary Brightwell, I had Matt Breida with four carries in that game as well. Shout out Breida the Cheetah oh, oh. getting some garbage time carries. All you need to know is that Kenny Galladay caught a touchdown. If Galladay's in the game, you know it doesn't matter. Lawrence Cager led the team in receptions. <laughs> I mean, but this team sat Richie James. They sat everyone. They sat everyone. Yeah. And the Eagles grinded out by six points, and Jalen Hurts looks like a shell of himself. A so, little bit, but at least he gets a week. So in absolutely. terms of you know quarterback power rankings, which we'll get into more, where does Jalen Hurts fall, especially knowing that he's going to be compromised? That shoulder injury is not one that's going to magically get better here in a week. 888-957-9570, 1 through 14, contextual quarterback rankings right now. draft, Mark. Where, where do you put Brock Purdy? We'll take your calls on that, and we'll go 14 to 1. Coming up next, Mike Holmgren joins us at the top of the hour. The postseason begins now. The Road to Glendale is brought to you by Merrill Credit Union, working for you today, tomorrow, together. This is Willard and Dibbs. On 95.7 The Game. Mr. Bridge on YouTube. What did Galladay do to you, Mark? Well, first of all... Oh, he stinks. I think he probably uh, housed some fantasy disappointment years ago. Second of all, his last name rhymes with Holiday. Holiday's way cooler than Galladay's. Stop trying to be the Holiday's. You're the Galladay's. And, you know, the, the Galladay's are... The dog days is, is, is what they are. Like, has there, in the NFL, we talk so much about acquisitions, Charvarius Ward, Christian McCaffrey. Last five years, worst free agent signing. Give me one that's worse than Kenny Galladay, New York Giants. Jeez, I'd have to uh, scan the uh, the waiver wires to find one. You'd be hard-pressed to find one, certainly, and that's what, where... What was that contract? What was that contract? Are you asking okay. me? No, no, no. Well, like I'm, just, happened, I'm just thinking like out loud. What happened in front of me? Thinking out loud. Four years, 72 mil. Kenny Galladay. Can't even get on the field. It's not 72 guaranteed. I'm sure there was. We're talking uh, just NFL here? It is, as long as he's still on the team. He's already three years into it. Played 261 snaps for the Giants this year. <laughs> he's in year three. He's making 13.2 mil this year. It's good work if you can get it. Woof. Oh. 
can't think of anything worse. Free agent style, right? Like, just a yeah. free agency. Can you think of anything that, that, that pops? That uh, Carl's created the Giants, maybe? Uh, too soon. <laughs> You're just in that controversial mood today, aren't you, Spadone? Gosh darn it. Carlos Correa had a press conference yesterday. Did you watch? Of course not. <laughs> Minnesota. It happened uh, during our show. I'd hope he didn't watch. And did they actually have, uh, did his family actually make it? And did they not pull the rug out from underneath know. him? <laughs> well, no, he had it. I don't know about the family. Right. I don't know if it was Did like... Did you watch the Conforto press conference? Uh, That's right. There wasn't one. It was no, on Zoom. Right. And it was during our show, too. Yeah, exactly. Giants keep doing things during our show. And they do it on Zoom, which tells you all you need to know about how comfortable Farhan Zaidi is with their offseason. Well, I will say... Because COVID, for that standpoint, it's over. It is, but also I, I happen to know for a fact that Michael Conforto is in Arizona. Okay, so, fine. Yes, you could fly him here. I'm sure they I mean, get right. Well, unless it's on Southwest. Could you get the Johnsons but, to maybe pony up? <laughs> and I, I'm done with your I, uh, Southwest slander. Uh, I actually am too. I will say this. It's not I don't good know, for business I, here. Well, no, listen. As I, we try to attract clients here to Willard and Dibbs. I will say this on the other end of the Southwest experience that I and so many others had over the holidays. I will say this. Southwest is doing everything they can to make it right. Yes, sir. They have reached out with stuff that I didn't even ask for. And and I have flown them since, without issue, Good. multiple times. Atta boy, I've been on, I've been been to the airport a lot lately. You have, I mean, you're <laughs> traveler. Everything's been on jet time. Center. It's been it's been pleasant. Oh. Uh, it, it takes off, it lands. All of that stuff. So, yeah. I, Their like, ability to make good Southwest, was impressive. Because, yep. actually, they sent me an email. I booked my son's flight to <laughs> Santa Barbara. And they, they sent me an email saying, hey, you know, in light of everything that has taken place, if you want to change your flight at all, free flight changes, no fees. Yep. So, I was able to change his flight. No no sus, no muss. I did that once, too. Yeah. So, listen. I, I And I know a lot of you are still out there going, I didn't get mine. So, listen. I, I know. It's a long process. Still trying to get through on the lines is a lot of hold time and all of those things. But my sense is when you do get in touch with uh, with Southwest, they're going to do you right. Like they're 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 in that business right now of like, hey, let's uh, let's do everything we can to make good for what happened over the holidays. All right, contextual quarterback power rankings. Just let that sink into your bones for a second because it's always good for the soul. No, we're close. We're yeah. just over two days away from the start of the NFL playoffs. Six games over three days. And we're down to the final 13 games, Mark, in the National Football League. Which is always so exciting and depressing at the same time. It's funny because you and I had the same emotional reaction after Sunday where, like, man, what a regular season. That was awesome. And then, oh, no. 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 We're down to 13 of these babies. I know. And at least the playoffs stretch Man. it out. They stretch it out so we've got at least four or five more Sundays and all that. But, like, yeah, we are staring down the barrel of nothing to do on the weekends here coming up pretty soon. I mean. Pitchers and catchers. The NFL, the NFL has the opposite of what every other sport has. Every other sport is like, man, this regular season is dragging butt all over the place. The NFL is the opposite. You get to week 18, you're like, how the hell we get here so fast? 
So two hundred and seventy-two um, sweet, beautiful games. So good. Gone too soon. Yeah. So all right, let's go fourteen to one, back and forth. Here we go with our power rankings. Fourteen down to one. Contextual QB power rankings. That means we're not talking about the resume. We're not talking even necessarily about their individual gifts and talents. We're talking about which quarterback would you want in this situation this January factor in their teammates their injuries their coaching everything um I think it's sort of obvious where we start at number 14 Skylar Thompson yes. is number 14 for, for me for the no, Miami Dolphins complete agreement and I mean this is no disrespect to any of the great Skylers out there because <laughs> I mean how listen to every MLB game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Could you expect Skylar Thompson to be anything other than the 14th-ranked QB? Tua Tungavailoa had a great year. He was hurt. He came back. He was hurt. He came back. He was hurt. He came back. And now he's hurt again. And, and your thoughts go out to him in terms of his NFL career. His NFL career is on the brink of not being a career based on these concussions. And well, then you look at Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. a, a guy who was so highly sought after. He was a starter, a benched, starter, bench, starter, benched, starter, benched, had a chance to be the starter again, and he got hurt, so he can't play. Skyler Thompson, best of luck. You're yeah. number 14. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, there are there are three teams who are playing their third quarterback this weekend, and one of them is not like the other two. So yeah, exactly. let's obviously go to number 13, which is whoever the Baltimore Ravens decide to start this weekend. And it looks like it's trending toward their third QB, Anthony Brown. And I've got him at 13 as well. Hundley's not going to play. And Lamar Jackson, if Baltimore goes with Anthony Brown and he plays like we all expect him to play, which is not great, how could you expect anything of him? Baltimore goes out and they lose by a score of Let's just say 35 to 9. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what happens with Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, you can't afford to not keep him, but I don't know how you do keep him when he openly doesn't want to play for you. Baltimore's gone from perennial threat to punchline based on their handling of Lamar Jackson. Um, all right, number 12. I'm going to shake your trees right now. I'm going to shake Peter your Gabriel, trees. Shake Here we go. Tree. This is coming at you now. This is going to be a little. This little, little one-two punch at you. two-piece. Again, this is contextual. This is right now. This is what I see. This is team. This is home road. This is all of that. Number 12. Dak Prescott. My man, you led the league in interceptions and you missed a third of the year. And I'm watching you play football and I bet Guru is out there listening right now clapping his hands. Lay off. Because no, I bet he agrees with me. Dak Prescott, Jesus. right now, of all these quarterbacks playing, even some of the ones you didn't expect to be here, the Genos and the Danny Dimes, 
Dak Prescott right now does not look like even himself. He does not look like full strength. I don't like his decision making. He's got to play everything on the road. There are those who have said Dallas is not the same team on grass. Guess where they're probably playing for the first handful of weeks? Grass. Unless they end up in in Philadelphia next week, which that's going to be a very, very difficult thing as well. For me, number 12 is Dak Prescott. And I can't go there just yet. This is where you and I must separate in terms of uh, being in lockstep because I'm going with Geno Smith and it's all context. Geno Smith, unbelievable first half. He was comeback player of the year and MVP at the same time, which is tough to do. Well, Geno Smith has come back down to earth like the famous Sputnik satellite that crashed into the ocean oh so many years ago. Geno Smith has come back to earth. They're in San Francisco, double-digit underdogs against the number one defense in the national. Football League. I've got Geno Smith at number 12, Mark. Uh, a very, very good pause Thank by you. you. And you. I think very fair Pausation points. sensation. Yeah, they're very fair points. I'm going to put Geno right over here, though, for a second, and let's go Thank to you. number 11 for me. Let's I'm gonna, do it. I'm going to go to Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones, for me, still has plenty to prove. This is a guy who's played a lot better than everyone expected him to this year. He does bring legs to the party. He got legs, and he knows ZZ how to top. use them. Okay? But this is not a dynamic offense. This is not somebody that terribly scares you when he drops back. Again, context, name a receiver for the Giants. I know, don't say Kenny Galladay. I was about to. (laughs) The high-paid Kenny Galladay. Nobody cares about these weapons. Danny Dimes, like the Giants are going to just kind of slog you to death and maybe win 21 to 20. But uh, for me, Daniel Jones is number 11 on the list. I've also got him at number 11 for similar reasons, although I like Daniel Jones more than you do. But I I look at the matchup with Minnesota and we all want to look at the Vikings and dismiss them out of hand because of their plus minus, their point differential. They won so many games by a narrow margin, including the win over the Giants, which was a three-point victory. I look at Minnesota's offense, and I think that they're going to be too much to handle for the Giants' defense. Daniel Jones, I I like Daniel Jones, but I do have him at number 11. All right. Um, Going on to number 10. Number 10. This is where I am going to put Geno Smith, and it's really just a nod to what he did in the first half of the season. Geno is a guy who's got sneaky gifts, right? Let's not forget that once upon a time, he was a first-round draft pick, and he ended up with the Jets. So what are you, you going to do? You know, I mean, this is what happens to people who get drafted by the Jets a lot. So Geno's not great. He was not very good in the second half of the season, but he's a big guy. He's got a good arm. He can make some throws and use his legs to a degree if you leave the field open. So Geno Smith is not great, but in a vacuum or on one given Saturday, can he cause some problems to you with really good receivers? Yeah, yeah, he can. So for me, Geno Smith sits at number 10. I don't I don't hate that. I had him obviously lower because of the context. But for me, for number 10, I'm going to root, root, root against the home team. Trevor Lawrence is number 10. Good. I said this to you before, uh, before the playoff format even got rolled out. I like the Chargers road to make it to the AFC Championship. It's a rocky road. They're going to beat the Jaguars. I think that Justin Herbert hmm. and the Chargers, they're, they're favored by two and a half. They're a road. Is it up to two and a half? Yeah, they're a road favorite. Jags are a home dog. 
I, I told you at the start of the year back in August that I thought the Jaguars would win the division, and they did. Yep. Trevor Lawrence was good, and he has been. But in this matchup, I don't think that they beat the Chargers. For, so for context, I've got Trevor Lawrence at 10. I think they get knocked out. Yeah, pretty pretty similar spot for me I'll, as we go to number 9. That's where I've got Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's a guy that's got an upward bullet for sure. He now has a good coach. He has interesting weapons around him. They don't pop off the page, but that receiving core from Christian Kirk to Zay Jones, they're serviceable. I like Etienne in the backfield. It's a team that is underrated. If you look at their second half, they are a very, very good football team. He still misses some throws. He misses some throws that you shouldn't miss as a big-time NFL quarterback, but good enough for me to get into the top 10. Trevor Lawrence is my number nine. For number nine, this is going to shock you. Matt, I'm going to the GOAT. Tom Brady. Whoa! Number nine is Tom Brady, and I believe that Dallas will win this oh game. Don't God. be disrespectful. I just was. Tom Brady, you he's thrown the ball more ever than anyone in the history of the league. He's completed more passes than anyone in the history of the league, but this Tampa Bay team is a paper tiger. It's a paper kitty cat. It's a declawed house cat. Tampa Bay's in real trouble. I know Dak is not great on grass. The Cowboys are going to win this game. They may not win it on the back, 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 back of Dak, 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 but they've got an unbelievable (laughs) running game. Tampa's defense has come really further down to the pack. I like Dallas to win this game, and so contextually, the GOAT, adios muchachos, this will be his last game last. as a Tampa Bay Buck. I've got Brady at nine. That that could be, just in terms of all the opinions all over the board, that could be the most interesting game of them all, and it's the last one on Monday night, Tampa Bay and Dallas. That one's going to be fascinating. All right, that moves us to number eight number on the board, eight. and that is where I will place one Kirk Cousins. Now, he has fantastic weaponry, okay? And I got to give him a nod here somewhere in that you got to be good to come back from 33 points. I don't care who you are. I don't care what the opponent is. Obviously, that's a high-powered offense, and he's an experienced guy. He's been in the playoffs a whole lot, but he usually loses when he gets there, and that's why you're sitting all the way down at number eight. You've been to the playoffs, it feels like, all the time, and you've won a total of one game in the playoffs. So Kirk Cousins and his primetime playoff performance is what has him for me a little bit down the board at number eight. Speaking of one playoff win, my guy at number eight is Dak Prescott, who also has the one playoff win. And I've got him at number eight because I do think the Cowboys win, but then the Cowboys will get knocked out in their next game at Levi Stadium. And also the Cowboys are going to be fueled by the great one-two punch in the backfield. Dak Prescott is serviceable. He's fine. I like the under in Monday night's game. 45 and a half is where it sits. I don't think that either of these quarterbacks lights it up. So I'm putting Dak in the eighth spot. All right. Quarterback contextual power rankings as we go from 14 to 1 and we're really trying to get to the answer of where do you put Brock Purdy where and the reason we do the word contextual here is we're adding in all that we know now this is not a career resume this is are you healthy are you at home what's your team what's your coach and we have arrived at number 7 and this is where I want everybody to get out your keyboards and get ready to use the letters H-O-M E-R. Get ready to use it because my number seven is going to be Jalen Hurts. Oh, my God. I don't care that he was going to be the MVP potentially. He's hurt. Homie. He is hurts. 
He is not himself, and therefore, I'm going to place this seventh performer as like 70% Jalen Hurts because I think that's what we're going to get in these playoffs. I think the Eagles right now are already planning on hosting January 29th, and I don't know for sure if they're going to even get there. They may have a very difficult road in that first game. We'll see. It's likely to be a division opponent. Could be Giants. Could be Cowboys. Jalen Hurts for me. Believe it or not, I'm sticking at number seven. That's pretty low. It's lower than I will have him because at seven, I've got, ooh-wee. Kirk Cousins comes in at number seven for me. It's going to be a win for the Vikings in this opener. And if they end up being the team that comes to Levi Stadium, I don't like his chances against this Niner defense. So it's contextual in terms of how far these quarterbacks will go. I do think Minnesota lights up the Giants. They're favored by three at home. But after that, I don't think Kirk Cousins goes very deep in these NFC playoffs. I've got Cousins at seven. All right. On to number six. And you'll notice nobody has said anything that rhymes with uh, Stock Birdie. Not yet. Number six. Clock is dirty. Oh, my. Number six. Yeah. Brock Purdy. This is where I'm putting Brock Purdy. This is the NFC Offensive Rookie of the Month. This is the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL over the last six weeks. There's context here. I'm not ready to put him in a Mahomes-Allen-Burrow conversation by any stretch. But he's got home field except for one opponent. I think he's got the best coach. I know he's got the best teammate. And he absolutely is He's on fire. He's clicking and he's clocking. He's doing everything. He's brocking. This is where I'm sticking Brock Purdy when I add in all the context of these playoffs. Number six. Yeah, I'm not ready to pull my Brock out. (laughs) Spadoni music, please. Thank you. I had had to let... Had to let that one stand alone. At number six, I'm going to Justin Herbert. I haven't used Justin Herbert yet, and I do think they win in Jacksonville. But for the Chargers to go all the way to the Super Bowl, it would have to be road, road, road. Three road victories for Justin Herbert, which is why I put him at six. They're going to beat Jacksonville, but then they might be in some trouble. I got Herbert at six. All right, top five we can actually start to roll through pretty quick, except for that you still haven't uh, used your Brock. Um, which is I'll interesting. Uh, for me, I'll put Justin Herbert at number five. He should be higher, but that's kind of the way we feel about the Chargers. Like, I don't know why this arm talent is not translating at a higher level, so I'm going to put Justin Herbert at number five. I'm going to rock out with my Brock out okay. at number five. It is contextual, and I do think that the offense around him is more important than he is, but he's going to go deep. So Brock Purdy, for me, and to think about it, third-string quarterback, last player taken in the draft, is number five in my playoff power rankings. Pretty impressive, kid. You can take that with you. I got you at number five. I want to do a bet with you. Bet, 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 bet. I'll take the over in Monday night's football game. Over 45 and a half? I'll take the over because I see something different in Tom Brady the okay. last month. If you've noticed, he's still... You got Brady still, at five? Brady, I got Brady at four. I got Tom Brady ahead of Justin Herbert oh, at number four. four. Yeah, yeah. Let's move to number four, and I'll Let's say Tom, Tom Brady still shows that moxie when it's a two minutes to go. Box of donuts? Down by six, absolutely. Box of donuts. Box of donuts. Tom Brady, uh, I know that he has not been as dynamic, but there's something different going on in him, and I still think he not going out like that. I still think Tom Brady's got something for these playoffs, and so he's my number four. I got Hurts. 
starts at four off a bye, hoping that he gets healthy and his two-way dynamic threat and the fact that they've got home field throughout. Philadelphia is a team that even though they've lost two of their last three, I believe that offense can click again. If Hertz is at all healthy, he is an unbelievable threat. He's going to be the MVP in the National Football League. I got Hertz at four. All right. I think top three, we've both left the same three. And uh, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. Right? I mean, that's... that's in that order? Yeah. Three, Bur- two, one. Burrow's three. Allen's two. Mahomes is the MVP of the National Football League and has a bye. Yeah, Hertz might get the MVP. He might steal it, even though he missed some games. I think he lost it with the injury. He might yeah. have, but uh, I've got Mahomes at number one over Allen because I think that he's going to beat Buffalo on that neutral field, in that neutral field game. But by the way, we still don't know. Uh, we still don't right. know exactly where that field is, right? I mean, they're still talking this out at this point. Where is the neutral field? The obvious ones that we've talked about that we thought from an Indianapolis to a Detroit have been taken off of the list already. Right, and I know that Indy took themselves off because they've got a volleyball tournament commitment. 20,000 young ladies you imagine? coming to the to it's, the city. It's, I get it, but it, also, it, just, it sounds so funny, though. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't house the AFC championship game. We've got a volleyball tournament. Right. Well, and that's the kind of thing where it's just funny. It's funny, but if you think about it from a business standpoint, this tournament is there every year. It's on the books every single year. This tournament, I guarantee you, it's well, on there every year. And what, what what brings more more people to the city and spends more money? It's actually probably that. It's probably yeah. the volleyball tournament. You would imagine. Over an AFC title game between two teams that don't play there. And the AFC title game is a one-day affair, whereas the volleyball tournament's probably a four-day right. long-stretch weekend. I do wonder, though, because if the whole idea is to strip home field advantage, you do not want to go somewhere that's going to give you weather. It, like, and again, we're, we're weeks away from this even being an issue, but Chiefs versus Bills, you're not putting that thing at Soldier Field. No. You're not putting this thing at Lambeau. I know everyone wants that. Lambeau Field. Like, it, 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 you're not going to do that. Because, by the way, if I'm the Chiefs, don't you say, dude, you put me in the snow, you're giving the Bills an advantage that makes it feel like it's their home. Because they play in that and will be playing in that in the games leading up to that potential contest. So if you're the league, what is your prime motivation? Is is your motivation, number one, to make it regionally accessible to both? Yeah. Or is it to have it in a place where... It can be in a dome in the best possible environment for a fair game. Yeah, somewhere the the, the best blend of both, which is why people were right. looking at Detroit and Indy. I don't know, is Houston too far away for uh, for Buffalo? You might as well go to Vegas if you're going to Houston. Wow. Or you might as well go to L.A. Vegas sounds great. Vegas is, that's who doesn't want to do that flight? You're telling me Bills Mafia won't make that flight? Exactly. Of course they'll make that flight. Right. So and that place would be full. And L.A. would be the other one that would be a logical destination yeah. as long. I mean, if the charge aren't in it. We know the Rams aren't in it, so the, the stadium should be available. So maybe you wind up doing it just in L.A. Um, Atlanta is down there, not terribly far away from uh, from anybody. I know that all of this has been kicked around. Um, all right, 957thegameshop.com is where you can get your relevant shirts, your DPOY shirts, hoodies, and gear from all of the shows. Got a couple of What Are You Doing t-shirts that I've seen uh, bouncing around on some friends and family members. Um, 957thegameshop.com. We dive into all of these NFL teams and spotlight the Seahawks 49er matchup, which is just over 48 hours away, with 
uh, a triple threat of Mike Holmgren, Mike Silver, and Robert Turbin all coming at you over the next hour. Mike Holmgren joins us next on Willard and Dibs. <laughs>